We often hear holly meaning white person in a negative connotation, but as a perfectly good word, it means foreign introduced to foreign origin or foreign introduction. So in Hawaiian, anyone or anything that is not native to Hawaii is haole. I'm Leilani Poliahu, ahui ho. Haole. Yeah. 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 For how the country's gonna go. Have we missed anything since the last time we were around? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I kept I kept feeling like I was gonna be able to break into a freestyle and it just never came to me. It's uh, it's been a minute. <clears throat> it's been I think it's been two minutes almost. Was it the I was looking whenever I opened up our, our app to record. It's uh we last recorded, yeah. I believe it was July. A primary election preview episode, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? I mean, <laughs> kind of what we thought, I What's guess. What's been happening since August, since the first week of August? Fortunately, it seemed like everything is kind of just settled down. Yeah. It's been really, really chill oh, since we last got together. We We've decided we could have made the episode uh, before, but... Everything was so normal. It was just so, it was and like, you could just tell it didn't. There's nothing to talk about. We didn't need yeah. to weigh in because the discourse had just calmed down so much. And the government was like, no, you can totally uh, protest and hang vote. out in each other's houses. <laughs> That's fine. We don't care. Man. Why uh, would we care? I'm just, I'm like, as I'm thinking about, okay, so let's, was it Ferris Bueller? Like, you may be asking yourself how I got here. Um, <laughs> Basically three months ago, yeah, we were recording with some regularity, and then everybody decided, "Hey, let's not wear face masks and do big parties." Yeah, and guess what? Everything got locked back down again. And so, what did we do? We didn't record because we record in person because recording virtually is not fun. And why do we do this except for our own fun? We got a clip coming in. Now he's threatening to sexually assault everyone. <laughs> yeah, the so October October surprise. <laughs> Trump is by. <laughs> is that was that from today? This is from a few days ago. Oh That's the president of the United States. What uh, an giving absolute! Us a, giving us an update on his health. Just, I I want to say ass clown, but that seems like it would be an clown ins- insult. Ass to yeah. uh, people of the clowning arts. Graduates of Ask Clown College. I just, oh, I cannot believe yeah. it. We don't really have much of a, a Normally have an structured outline. episode yeah. or an outline because uh, since this is our first show in two and a half months, you would think maybe we've been planning and saving no. up a, 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 a script, workshopping ideas, Mm-mm. you know, tossing, uh, spitballing back and forth. That's, that hasn't happened at all. We've got three Civil Beat links that are horrifically outdated. <laughs> Uh, did you see? Oh, oh! Did you see uh, the New Yorker's Jeffrey Tubin uh, got, <laughs> yeah. got got cranking the hog on a work <laughs> Zoom call? 
that's today's I, that's today's breaking news uh, all i saw about it i saw that he was uh suspended and then i saw they showed a screenshot from the zoom call and it was just him completely naked yeah shirt pants gone just just like a perfectly round uh flesh colored hair machine is what he was and all the people a that perfectly were perfectly round flesh-colored hair machine. Yep. And, <laughs> and then everybody on the call was just looking at him like, oh my God, is this about to happen? Yeah, it's happening. It happened. Yeah. So that's basically it. That's yeah. all that's really happened. I feel like that's such a metaphor for like yeah. the entirety of the last three months is just imagine that we are all forced to be on a Zoom call for work. With Jeffrey Tubin. And then some old man, maybe or maybe not, Jeffrey Tubin gets yeah. up and he's completely naked, uh, but he has just been masturbating. That feels like what the last three months have been yeah. from a public policy perspective. Uh, another thing that happened is that uh, RBG died. Yeah. Um, and... I, I went into a depression. That's not a joke. Liberal, liberal snowflake. I legitimately was very, 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 very sad and found a little bit of difficulty struggling to move forward. Um, that's that's embarrassing. It's not. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. You think so? I feel like it's not it's so much that just like she died. I mean, she was yeah. an incredible icon. It's more like the last like. Cause you could see it's like the, she had been dead like 90 seconds and it was already like, everybody was like the Republicans are going to try to rush through a nomination yeah. right before the election. And I was just like there, that's it. That's the, that's like the, the assassination, assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand for our democracy. Like it's done where that's, that's it. So that was no good. We had a run. We did. We, we didn't have a good run. No. We had, I mean, there were moments. It's crazy when people are like, we got, we, we got so American, like um, Americentric, I guess. But like, we really were only good for like, like good in terms of, I don't mean morally good. Right. I just mean at like creating positive outcomes for like a, a large group of people. Well, Frazier was on the air from I think 1993 <laughs> to 2002, something like that. I, I think we were really only good yeah. for like, like maybe forty years. Yeah. Like, you saw Hamilton, right? I did. You know what's funny? It's funny to me. Um, was that Hamilton was like the beginning of the end of our democracy? Well, like the fact that you know, the fact, uh, like obviously, you know, writing the writing the the script and the score and the music and everything, an impressive achievement. But like to do all that research, write all that for Lin-Manuel Miranda to finish all that and then go think <laughs> I should be Hamilton. I mean, no, I don't know. I'm, I don't not, know. I'm not hating I, on him for no, it. No, I'm not either, but I just, that's just funny. To me. I was just thinking it'd be like all this research, all this writing, all these lyrics. Yeah. He puts all this time into it. And everybody's like, wow, what a masterpiece. And then that Donald Trump gets elected president. <laughs> Donald Trump gets elected president. Oh, give, this is an idea of how long ago uh, we were doing show notes because we thought we were going to make a show uh, in preparation for the political, the, the conventions. Okay. I found this is a very interesting 
uh, Jeet here, who is a, uh, a columnist, I believe, for the New Republic, he notes uh, he watched Barack Obama's five convention speeches from 2004 to 2020, and they form an unexpectedly cohesive whole, one with many internal echoes. They also show him becoming increasingly pessimistic about the state of American democracy. Really? Yeah, and I think you know it starts in 2004. Like there's not a red America. Yeah. There's not a blue America. There's the United States of America. And 2020, it's like he's standing in Constitution Hall, like, "Hey guys, <laughs> um, fascism is not good." Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and really, yeah, Hamilton was Hamilton. You know, t- you t- when you talk about like creating art Mm -hmm. art being reflective of the time definitely that is a barack obama time period oh for sure yeah 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 what are we gonna get out of this one i mean tiger king (laughs) no like really (laughs) tiger king is to donald trump as hamilton is to barack obama the fact that you just had that queued up and ready to go in your head just like Tiger King, boom, right I, there. I can't take credit for that. I think I've, somebody else has made that joke, probably. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just I walked right into the setup then. Um, yeah, it's not been a we've not had a good run. No. And uh, Josh and I talked about this several months ago, but I don't think we talked about it on air. Um, recapping what's going on. Yeah. From the national perspective, uh, you may have heard of a small group of internet sleuths who have uh, realized that our dear leader president is actually the uh, God King promised who is going to defeat a cabal of uh, Democrats that are just happen to be also super into pedophilia, but you repeat yourself and harvesting yeah. Uh, adrenochrome from the uh, kidneys of terrified children. Uh, that would be known as QAnon, which uh, if you haven't heard of QAnon, good for you. Uh, basically, it is the thing that your mom believes that tells her that she cannot vote for Joe Biden because one time he he smelled a woman's hair or something like that. Um that's been a really big deal. And I think actually to do, and I told you so uh, here with Josh, when we were last recording, like before the original lockdown, um, Ryan, I guess, Ryan harvested my adrenochrome. I harvested your adrenochrome. Stole all of my adrenochrome. And I have been rock hard ever since. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is. Please uh, apologize to my wife. <laughs> I told, I think I told you, I was like, I think what's about to happen is you're going to see this QAnon thing. Yeah meld with the hashtag save the children thing yep and then it's going to get co-opted by the republican party and i and i and was, facebook yoga moms everywhere the only thing that i predicted to you and i believe it was privately i don't believe we talked about it on air is that the october surprise for uh the republicans will be a steroids turn trump by <laughs> i think it's what i thought it was going to be and, and I, hell it still may happen i think i think thought we were going to see the advent of the first deep fake oppo p oppo uh material where it would be like an image of like joe biden like molesting a child or something like or like a video and it's deep fake technology has gotten so good that you wouldn't be able to spot it and it's crazy because when i said that way back when we were both like no that's insane and now like all but the last thing has happened 
So it's well, we're recording this on uh, October nineteenth. October nineteenth at four fifty-seven p.m. I'm a little drunk. Yeah, fair. Uh, I wouldn't record any other way. That has nothing to do with the facts at hand, but I feel like that's relevant to the context. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see if it develops. We're we're less than three weeks away from election day. We so. are uh, two weeks away we're from election day. Was I so? So I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're I'm certainly. Back. We are less than a thousand days away from the next presidential election. <laughs> uh, we are, yeah. So right now, Biden has an 11 point lead nationally. Um, Doesn't matter. He's leading in every state that matters. Fake news. Uh, at this point, it looks to be that the only way that Biden wouldn't win the election is if we either uh, seek in some way to invalidate a large number of mail-in or absentee voter ballots. That's going to happen. Or if, uh, say, there's some other form of voter suppression. Also probably going to happen. Or if Biden outright wins the election, but Trump's campaign pulls some petty bullshit and then sues in the Supreme Court, and it just so happens that his new nominee gets to rule on whether the guy that nominated her gets to continue being Big Daddy President. Oh, that's weird. So, here's what I'm going to say. If we live in a free and fair country... We don't. Biden is almost certain to be the next president. Right now, credible pollsters are putting it at an 87% chance. Hillary Clinton's chances were never that high this close to the election. Not according to Nate Silver. No, even... Yeah, Nate Silver had her at 99 for like six months. No, no, no. I'm saying this close to the election. Two weeks weeks out, things have started to narrow. Um, and it, the only like numbers analog is that at this point, right before 2016 election, uh, the access Hollywood tape came out. And then in just two short weeks, Republicans were like, yeah, grab him by the pussy. I don't well, care. Why not? Yeah. So uh, that's where we are. Um, it sure is, Ryan. <sighs> wanna, let's talk about some personal developments. What's been going on with you? Anything uh, good? So we've got a... Yeah, in in uh, in the city and county of Honolulu, we've got an election coming up. That's a personal development. This is a very you? personal development. Okay, uh, it's a very personal development because everybody's been asking me like, "Oh, you you guys did the primary like mm-hmm. election preview, and then like the blah, 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 <laughs> the primary election yeah, preview, yeah, yeah. and then everybody and then, like, chewed th- our asses." Three months later, <laughs> you know how much heat we took for that. Don't worry about it. Jeez. Uh, we, we just, Sometimes you just got to be a bold, a bold truth teller. It, what's crazy you is you got to call them like you see them. We were right about all of it, but man, that did not stop people from no. uh, DMing and texting us stuff. So two political newcomers to the fray, not actual newcomers, mm-hmm. um, but for all intents and purposes, newcomers. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Rick Blangiardi and Keith Amamiya, mm-hmm. uh, one of whom is a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. The like, other is literally voted for Trump in 2016. <laughs> so. so I thought this would be a close race. Uh, according to a recent Civil Beat poll that uh, was released on Hawaii News Now earlier this week, Rick Blangiardi has a 20-point lead over Keith Amamiya, which is very surprising. I don't buy it, folks. But incumbent fatigue is strong, especially, you know, nobody can say that the Democratic Party of Hawaii has been doing a fantastic job vis-a-vis its elected officials tackling COVID. True. Uh, tackling anything really mm-hmm. um and you know it's 
it's something, all right. You think Blanjari's going to win? If I had to put money on it, if if you had a gun to my head, I would say at this point. Well, I do have a gun to your head. That's oh. what everybody can't see out there. So, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan, where did you get a gun? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he is. I don't think he is. I don't believe that poll. Okay. I don't believe that. I don't believe. Here's what I know. Well, about. I'm not, I didn't vote for him. Don't try to cover no, your tracks no. now. I, you can make a de- like I voted full disclosure. I voted for Keith Amamiya. However, I think you can make and obviously, you know, I, I admit here with 10 grains of salt that it did not work out very well with, uh, with the whole Donald Trump example of true, you know, uh, a political newcomer with management experience promising to shake things up. However, Rick Blangiardi for all this, you know, and I'm sure he would admit to, he is not a perfect man, but who, um, who among us are any of us perfect? No, but he is certainly, if you're going to gamble on somebody, I would rather have him than Donald Trump. That's basically my devil's argument. Yeah, like, yeah, like the Democratic Party of Hawaii, especially when it comes to management of the city and county of Honolulu, like, sucks. How, you know, I mean, could you know, do, there's room for improvement. That's it. How about that? There's room for improvement. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, Colleen Hanabusa, friend of the show, uh, who uh, we did, you know, controversially did not, uh, quote unquote, predict would win. Very controversial. Ended up, ended up endorsing Rick Blanjardi. You know, so that was that was an interesting, that was an interesting development too that we never got a chance to comment on. Yeah. I mean, what I wouldn't give yeah. to have it be Amamiya or Hanabusa right now. Sure. All right, so let's get down to brass tacks here. Um, you know, earlier in the conversation, you mentioned you know you were particularly depressed after the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I was lion. You know, lioness, I literally talked to my therapist about it. Lioness of the Supreme Court, and I think it's worth pointing out uh, that as far as the uh, the journalists who cover the Supreme Court and people who have written on analyzed the Supreme Court over the recent decades and who have made them made names for themselves in the field of legal analysis political analysis and around the court i think it's worth noting that of that group of people only jeffrey tubin of the new yorker has, <laughs> has recently <laughs> gotten in trouble for taking his hog out on zoom <laughs> sorry you were saying uh so <clears throat> so we've uh we got another election and we're just okay. gonna get down to brass tacks here yeah um that's where did that come from, that cliche? I think it's, I mean, or that saying. it's got to be tax, T-A-C-K-S, right? right. Brass tax, well, probably yeah, like tax of brass. Probably like, uh, what's it called, jacks? Is it jacks, what you play on the ground? with the? Or like, I was thinking more like a workman it could be that hammering too. thing. I have like, no I idea. Do you hammer tacks? What do you do with them? Yeah, you push, yeah. hammer them, push Put them, them in. Put them in stuff? Thumb them. Tack it? Uh, we've got people asking, who do they vote for? Yeah. All right, we're just going to tell you. So... I'm reading my ballot right now. <clears throat> what district are you in? 20. Never heard of it. So, president. Here's the... Donald J. Here's, Trump. Here's the nominees. Michael R. Pence. Joseph R. Biden. No. Don Blankenship. Yes. Uh, Howie Hawkins. No. Joe Jorgensen. No. Brock Pierce. No. Donald Trump. Maybe. <laughs> Obviously, vote for Biden. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, people! Just end. Can we just get this over with? I like. He's not going to be great, but like, he's also only going to be in charge for four years. I, I mean, he's going to be eighty-two when he would run again, right? I mean, somebody going to vote for somebody to be eighty-six years old and president of the United States? Um, U.S. Representative District One, Ed Case. Sure. 
Yep. Better than getting kicked in the dick. <laughs> it's about, and that's what Ron Curtis would be. Okay. Of, was that, is that inappropriate? Is that offensive? No, I don't think so. Part think, of my language, folks. I, I mean, I'm not enthusiastic about voting for Ed Case. I mean, um, all right. State contest. Yep. District 20. Jackson Sayama versus Julia Allen. Who the hell's Julia Allen? I've seen her. Uh, she waves, you know, part, you know, compared to Jackson, compared to Action Jackson Sayama, who is rolling, you know, five, yeah. six, seven, eight deep. You know, Julia Allen, God bless her. She is a solo waiver. That is a, and that and was, which a, is, you know, that's part of being a Republican in Honolulu, I guess. That was a big win, actually. A big storyline from the, the primaries that we didn't get to talk about was Action yeah. Jackson pulled it out. The upset. I was super wrong about my prediction. I think we both thought Derek yeah. Turbin was going to yeah. win. I thought he was going to walk it. And I think we're both very happy that he didn't. Shout out friend of the show, Becky Gardner. She who, ran a valiant race. She ran a valiant, admirable race and did not come last, which is important. It's true. Um, all right. Here's the ones we're getting. I'm getting the most questions about. Yeah. Oha. Um, Hawaii Careful resident. Holly. Hawaii resident trustee. Yeah. The options are uh, Kiola Lindsay or Lanakila Mangawil. The Lanakila Mangawil is the, who you want. The young Kanakas in the know who, uh, who we are not, you know, speaking for. No. But speaking on, trying to, you know, share their message. Who are who? Are, who who have amplified Lana Kila as somebody who has the Native Hawaiian community's best interest at heart is a young up and coming straight shooter who by all accounts is going to be a great OHA trustee. We get our, inshallah. I think it's fair to say that we make our opinions politically uh, the same way that you should. We read a bunch of different sources. We talk to a bunch of people who are in the know and then we pick whoever has the coolest name, pick whoever has the coolest name. No. Uh, and I think that's what you should do too. So I think what Josh is saying is the way that we've done it is we've taken in a bunch of sources and everybody that we've heard has told us that Lana Kila is the guy for this job. Um, Molokai resident trustee. We are, Molokai. well here there is no Okina between the I and the A. That's so right. I, very Akamai of you. I, I read it how it's written. Um, that's true, though. Yeah. And for the Molokai resident trustee, uh, we have been told Colette Machado yes. is the woman for this job. The incumbent. Usually uh, anti-incumbent sentiment high on the Blue Hawaii podcast. Not in this race. Mm-mm. Nope. Like anti-Colette. Um, the at-large trustee. Yes. So here's what you need to know. Yes. Remember this for the rest of your life. Yes. Do not vote Kali'i Akina. Yes. This is, as it is written. So it shall be done. Yes. Or as it is spoken. I don't. So yeah. it shall be done. So do not vote Kali'i Akina. No. He sucks. He's basically, Kali'i Akina is. Coke industry frontman. He's literally funded by the Coke brothers. Grassroots Institute of Hawaii. Grassroots Institute of Hawaii is a farce. It is an absolute scheme Maybe to trick people. Maybe the market will take care of it. And then we Hasn't. Can hunt, and then we can hunt <laughs> poor people for sport. Um... City and County of Honolulu. Wait, no, no, no. You, sure, you forgot to tell them who to vote for. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Keone Souza. Keone Souza. Everyone can vote Souza. Everybody can vote Souza. Do not vote Akina. Now, will Souza win? He's got an uphill battle because Kali Akina has got a lot of name recognition, and that counts for something. But don't vote for Kali Akina. Vote for Keone Souza. You want to know something? What's that? Whenever I first moved to Hawaii, yeah. I worked at a car dealership, and... Uh, there was a guy there named John and he was white and from the mainland 
and he comes to me and he goes, do you want to, do you want to be successful in this job? And I was like, well, I'm starting law school in a few weeks, but yeah. And he's like, all right, you need to get a Hawaiian name. And he was like, how does that happen? And he's like, you just type in your name and it just tells you what the Hawaiian you equivalent your, you is. You punch your name into the translator. So John is what? Keone, Keone I think. Keone. Yeah. So he went by Keone. Keone. Because he, <laughs> uh, he, he had a really bad drinking problem. He moved off this island very quickly. Um, all right. Let's go to Mayor. And so. What's what's the Hawaiian equivalent of? I know what. So Joshua is Iokua. I don't know what Ryan is. God, that's a cool one. It's Ryan pretty, is. It's pretty slick. I'm Liana. Is is what? What? It says Liana. Liana? Yeah, I was like, I'm not meant to put Liana. Liana Lil. That's, I mean, it that's does, very pretty name. It's kind of rad. Liana Lil. I just feel like, I just feel like, I hate whenever people, even whenever I lived, moved, just moved here, and yeah. I was like the most fresh off the boat Holly, yeah. Holly I could be. He's so Holly. He <laughs> don't even know he's Holly. I still hate it when people would be like, I'm going to give myself a Hawaiian name. Oh, sure. like, oh, come on. Yeah. You can't give yourself a Hawaiian name. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Sydney County, Honolulu, mayor. Yeah. I think we're both voting Amamiya. Keith Amamiya. Prosecuting attorney. The fresh face who happens to be friends with all the political insiders. But that's okay because he's still the better choice. He's still, at the end of the day, he's the better. You know what? Rick Blangiardi is also friends with the Honolulu political insiders. Otherwise, he would not have won a yeah. primary. He didn't win that on grassroots support, get folks. This, 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 oh, the $600 million, not 600, excuse me, the $600,000 that just dropped itself into his bank account. Like, no. Yeah. You don't get that from uh, yeah. individual donors here. All these fancy ladies at the at their brunch at the Kahala talking about what a nice man Rick is. Like uh, they don't know him from you know like nope. they don't know him from Little League. They don't know him from PTA. They know him from like the country this, club. This country club, that board, this that. Yeah, it's basically you know like we're living. It's a rich man's as Abba as as the philosopher's Abba once sang. It's a rich man's world. Oh, and it is. So they're going to say, take a chance on me. Well, that too. Take a chance on Keith. Take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance. And this again, again. Take like, a chance on Keith. Sorry. No, no, I'm in, a <laughs> I mean, how are we going to talk about Abba and then not yeah. go with that no, one? I know. You remember whenever whenever we talked to him, we were like, so it's it's Amamiya? And he was like, it's Amamiya. Yeah. Like before the, before the he was like, Amamiya. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I do not make the joke. Do not, he was like, he wasn't saying it, yeah. but you could feel him in his heart. It was like, please, I've lived my entire life with this name. Um, what about prosecutor? How do you feel about Megan Cow, Josh? Uh, not a fan. Yeah, same. Prosecutor, folks, you want to vote Steve Alm. Stolen stuff away. It's on site. <laughs> Cut that. What? No. What'd you say? Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't get it. I didn't hear Steve Stone stuff why it's on site. Yeah. What does that mean? I really don't get it. Never mind. What does it mean? No, no, never mind. Did we steal something? No. Shit. Okay. Sure. I really want to know though. I'm an, I'm not gonna leave this no, in. You, maybe you should leave it in and see what people say about it. Absolutely not. <laughs> so the expression it's on site, uh-huh. like telling somebody like when I see you, like Oh yeah. That's, yeah. So Stolen stuff Hawaii, the the very aggro Facebook group. It's people are are like big time making. <laughs> They're saying fans. I'm gonna murder you if I find you with I'm my telling laptop. You, like, it's on site. Like stolen stuff Hawaii Facebook group. Um. Basically, all day is 
it originally was people posting their stolen stuff and like, hey, please keep an eye yeah. out. And now it's like, oh, look at all this chicanery going on down in this mm. neighborhood. Those Micronesians sure are blah, 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 blah. Damn. Yeah. And like they really like Megan Cow. I'll let you figure out why. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can leave this in if you want. I I, I have nothing to hide. Okay. Yeah, don't vote for... Like Martin Luther, Martin Luther was, here I stand. I can... I can do no other or something. Don't. This is my 95 thesis. I'm going to take it to the wall about stolen stuff away is full of bad people. <laughs> You're gonna, there's going to be a They're coming for me. Come for me. It's going to be on Come site. Come for me. Uh, whenever you're saying on site, I was thinking like S-I-T-E. As if like, <laughs> on site? Like, the, like, like I've like, got like Josh and I are here on site at my house right now. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be. Random trivia. On site was the name of the uh, first... Uh, supervised heroin injection site in North America. Is that true? In Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes. Huh. I read. I recently read a great book uh, by about Dr. heroin. About by Dr. Gabor Mate about uh, overcoming addiction. Okay. Or called in the realm of hungry ghosts. People are going to think that means that you have like an ongoing addiction that you're battling. According to Twenty Three and Me, I'm three times more likely than the average to become addicted to heroin. I think there's a very easy way to avoid that. Don't try heroin. Yeah. Cheers. That, you know what? Okay. My, I am addicted. I'm addicted to talking shit about <laughs> stolen stuff away. <laughs> I did this thing I, when I was like, when I was a kid growing up in Alabama, my grandpa made me go to this thing at his ultra conservative church. Sure. And it was a try to like scare kids straight from not doing drugs. And uh, it was this guy who worked with the state troopers officers, like the state sheriffs. And, uh, and he just gets up there and it was so effective for me because he didn't really try to scare you. He was just like, look, I'm just going to give it to you guys straight. It was like a bunch of like 14 year olds. He's like, drugs are awesome. <laughs> he was like, he's like, he's like cocaine is like, it makes you feel amazing. Heroin makes you feel amazing. He was like, if you did heroin, you would like it. Yeah. He's like, your dad would like it. Your pastor would like it. Your grandparents would like. Everybody it's likes like getting doing hugged by God, yeah, he's right? Like, <laughs> he's like, everybody, everybody would love the experience of doing heroin. It just that's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, you can't resist loving heroin. Sure. He's like, so for that reason, you probably shouldn't do it because yeah. it's way easier to stop a, using a drug that you never started using. And I was like. I can't argue with that. When he told me that the preacher at that church would yeah. love doing heroin, I was like, shoot. Real recognize real, man. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, don't vote for Megan Cow. Vote, vote for, for Steve Alm instead. Um, let's talk about these <laughs> amendments. I would like to start. <laughs> Judge Steve Alm and the Alm campaign in no way endorses the use of heroin. Right, or the content of the previous five minutes of audio. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. One, but Steve Alm, friend of the show, good guy. Good guy. Yeah. I, I, Solid guy. People in our progressive circles, yeah. they hate on us so much for liking Steve Alm. But so, Steve Alm was cool, though. All right, let's talk about these uh, these amendments. Got a lot of questions about these yeah. Honolulu City Charter amendments. Hit me. Amendment one. Sure. Shall... The city? No. Okay. <laughs> Basically, okay, what, what, Amendment what, what, 1 yeah. is wanting to know whether there should be a, a two-term limit, two-four-year term limit on the prosecutor. And currently, there is no term limit. 
There is no term limit. So yes. You think you think eight years? Yeah, better than nothing. I would say no to eight years. Because I feel like eight years is better than infinite years. I see. I feel like with a job like that, it's like I kind of want somebody who's who like can like who like really really knows what's going on. Like, have I, you? If somebody you, gave me twelve years, I'd take twelve. Were you in a coma for the Kaloha thing? Never heard of her. <laughs> I'm just saying. In the city and county of Honolulu, I think. I think I don't think I don't think term limits would have solved the Kaloha thing is what I'm getting at. I think fresh blood is the answer. I, I think keeping a revolving door and like not maybe not oh, sorry revolving door is probably the wrong term, but I think like we need to keep people moving along through that office. Here's why I think that's that's why I think that that's in error okay. because we have we're not afraid to dis, we're not afraid to debate and discuss on the show. Yeah, we don't agree on everything. Yeah, this is not a, this is not a uh, Tucker Carlson Sean Hannity yeah, handoff. This is not a uh, uh, it's not one, whatever picnic. it is. It's not a picnic. It's not, certainly not, <laughs> folks. If you've been wondering over the last three years whether we are at a this picnic, ain't no, this ain't no. We are not currently at a picnic. This ain't no kumbaya. So, what I think is that if we establish term limits, all it's going to do is lead to the power broker people anointing a line of people and that's what just, happens anyway exactly power bro- i mean no but like the power brokers are anointing people anyway we might as well at least every now and then you can throw the bum out well you can throw the bum out anyways if you i i'm just saying i don't think eight years i think given the the amount of time i would take two six-year terms Give it one year everybody gets one year <laughs> i mean like i feel like i've been in like i've had jobs where for like several years i still i still felt like i was kind of learning what was going on and I feel like I want somebody who really like can get in there and figure out the job and like have time to be good at it before it's like, oh, I just, it took me three to four years to like really, really figure out how to. But then get reelected and then that's, you know. You you get, then, but then you only get one more term. That's fine. Then get out. <laughs> I see the point. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I think I, I would personally for this one, I'd probably vote no. Narc. All right. Um, shall the revised city charter be amended to establish a youth commission under the managing director? Absolutely not. Why is that? Because the, the managing director just got an FBI subject letter. And okay. And the, like if, you know, there's already, I think there already is a, if not a city youth commission, there's certainly city youth something. And what? there's, there's I think definitely it, a state youth commission. Let's go ahead. And, and if it's so important, why is it under the managing director? Why is it not its own city office with its own doodads? We should talk really briefly about yeah. what a youth commission is. Yeah. Josh? A commission of youth. Okay. Yeah. Any idea what it does? Uh, it promotes youth. Anything else? Commits. <laughs> <laughs> the commission, uh, they, they meet, presumably? Yeah. I, I have uh, Perhaps even several times a year to discuss... Youth in and around youth to discuss the youth. I have no idea what a youth commission no, is. No, uh, the, the managing director should focus on managing the city and county of Honolulu. I don't even know what a youth commission does. No, but my guess is that it's. I don't know. I I just don't know. It's a waste. Sounds like a waste of time and a waste of money. It may be. And the managing director should manage the city and county of Honolulu. All right. So I just googled what a youth commission is. A youth commission or the youth commission? The, what the proposed youth commission All right, tell me about would it. be. Um, here is what it says. It would be a 15-member youth commission ages 14 to 24 
who would help to advise the mayor, the administration, and the Honolulu City Council on issues that matter most to our communities. So why is it under the managing director? Because it's for like the city and county of Honolulu. Yeah, but why does it, why don't they just get their own city office then? Or answer because to the they're mayor? fourteen to twenty four. Yeah, but that's nah. It's all. Uh, Here's why I wouldn't vote for a youth commission because I can tell you what would happen is you having been a young person who's been in meetings with old people is you go to those meetings and you give them their ideas and they go, oh, wow, great. That's, you're really bright. Yeah. And then they just ignore you. Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of Ilani and Punahou kids applying to like pad their mm, college resumes and then, yeah. the, and then the adults aren't going to listen anyway. I mean, the managing director, again, like the FBI was like, hey, managing director, can you get your shit together, please? Yeah. I mean, so let's not give them any more responsibilities. Yeah. I can... Uh, By the way, I, that was, a, that was a, a point I missed in my... Uh, Rick Blangiardi, devil's advocacy earlier. Go ahead. Supposedly, he's got a 20-point lead, and he did not even once need to put out a commercial saying, his cousin is, <laughs> my opponent's cousin is the city managing director. Well, he didn't have to put it out, right. with obviously being from him. I mean, a lot right. of other people have said it. But like, yeah. Well, not him not him personally saying it, but like, yeah. That was, as far as ads go, talking about like, hey, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, I just don't trust that. I mean, I don't know if you're a youth for Oahu, there's no reason why you couldn't just lobby and organize yeah. and do the same thing. I don't know if a youth commission is going to help. I mean, if it maybe, does, maybe we should let them enjoy their lives before they sign away to the capitalist beast like the rest of us. <laughs> Josh is feeling very particularly inspired today. Um, how it's about I've had, I've, I've had so much creative, pent up creative energy. It's been all these two and a half months. We're well, we're forty one minutes in, and we still have two questions to go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you obviously you've got a lot of feelings. Um, Very passionate. Shall the revised city charter be amended to allow the Honolulu Ethics Commission to control its own budget after it has been enacted? Sure, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, especially the ethics watchdog. Like, yep. you don't want their budget being played with as like a totally. Oh, you're investigating this. Oh, I guess you can't get that new computer this year. Exactly. Like, yeah, or whatever. I don't think ethics should have its money tied to the whims of the <laughs> legislature. Besides, the city and county of Honolulu sure is keeping them busy. Yeah. Um, shall the revised charter be amended to require ethics commission staff to be appointed based on merit principles, but exempt them from the civil service position classification plan and to have the salaries of all ethics commission staff be set by the ethics commission subject to specified limitations. Sure. I'm down for it Yeah. for a couple of reasons. Number one, the civil service, the civil service position classification plan does not pay people nearly enough. No, it's, it's horrendous i don't know if it's outdated but it, reading it and you knowing what knowing what the cost of living in honolulu is it's unbelievable it feels low. outdated yeah and i'm all for people making more money yeah. so uh just and to it recap sounds like there's still limits etc just to recap uh we disagree on number one josh would say yes i would say no amendment two uh youth commission i think we would probably I, i'm no. i want to say no but i'm also like you know what we start it's, it's a no for me dog I, here's what I want to say. I want to say no, but I also want to say, I only want to say no because I think that it would be corrupted. Like any youth commission would be corrupted by the powers that be into just, like you said, padding the resume of Punahou kids and completely disregarding the actual needs of young people in Honolulu. Why would they start listening to young people now? 
Exactly. And it would also be a great way for them to say, see, I really listen to young people. Look, I've got all these. It's like, yeah, I listen to young people. I've got a young friend, you know, yeah. like I'm not ageist. Some of my best friends are young. Exactly. So, uh, I don't, I don't say no because I don't want, or I don't respect what the youth movement in Honolulu has done. I mean, that black lives matter protest March was yeah. entirely high school kids. And we both went and had a like incredible experience. They did an amazing job. Uh, but I just don't know if this is a good idea. And I haven't had anybody tell me that they think it is. Uh, regarding ethics commission control its own budget. Yes. Uh, should it be able to set its own salaries? Yes. Boom. There you go, folks. That yeah. is what you need to know. Democracy. Um, overrated. Let's see. Underrated? Overrated? What do you think? Properly rated? Democracy itself? Yeah. You know, I was wondering, I wonder like, surely somebody's try like, I don't know. I get, I mean, it's, it's better than fascism, which is what we're going toward. Yeah. And to, to have like, as far Eco-fascism. as fascism, like, as far as like inspiring leaders go to like pledge it all the way to like Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. That's the guy that I like, know. that's like, I'm willing to, I'm willing to sacrifice myself for dear leader, Donald Trump. Yeah. Like all the other fascist like icons throughout history have had like a, like at least like a thing that they were like that you would remember them for that was like like Stalin had that mustache, you know what I mean? Uh, like they all had something. Like yeah, what does Trump have? He has nothing. He's literally the dumbest person. <laughs> the only thing that he has is apparently uh, just an astounding, uh, scientifically implausible immunity. To COVID and a desire to be with as a uh, as Bobby Boucher would say with a, with both boys and girls and now I'm immune they tell me I'm immune I could come down and start kissing everybody I'll kiss every guy man and woman man and woman look at that guy how handsome he is <laughs> I saw this thing okay so here's another thing sure I've been off Twitter Facebook must, must be nice Instagram it is nice I've been off it for about a month and a half now. If you're not on Instagram, how are you going to see everybody's gender reveal parties? <laughs> I, I even do a gender reveal party on my own kid, which is coming in less than two months, by the way. Um, ah! I know. Tell us what gender is it going to be. Not that, not that that's it's any of weird. our It's weird. I don't like when people call it gender reveal because I don't yeah. know what gender tell this kid's going to be. Tell me about your baby's genitals. That's what it is. They're good. <laughs> He's got the best genitals. <laughs> I said he. Damn, uh, it's a boy. You're gonna name him Joshua, right? I am. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Really? No. I couldn't. I mean, I know so many Joshes who I'm that's, close with. That's the thing. It's like, what better reason? If you name one of your cats Ryan, yeah, I will. Done. I'm just changing. I'm changing. I'll change. <laughs> Late in the game. I'll change the name to Ryan. I don't care. The cat doesn't. The cat doesn't know its name. What if I if I name my kid Joshua? Yeah, you, dude, it would be such an incredible responsibility. That's okay. You don't want that. I live. You barely even want the responsibility to record a podcast. You I do live, not want the responsibility of sharing the same name as my child. I live, I live two blocks down the street. My wife and my mother are both so desperate to babysit your future child. I am desperate to have them babysit the, my. So future I child. think like if you just as far as like sweetening the pot, I feel like. Well, it seems at that point that I should name it, either Carolyn or Tony. So what I was going to say though, sure. So I'm not on Twitter and 
I occasionally will get on there if there's something I need to check up on. Like say one of the debates is going and I forget to watch it or I, I don't watch I it. have enough self-respect not to. And I'm like, I want to see the highlights of the debate. Like Twitter's a good yeah. place to go for that. But I, so I saw the one from the Trump town hall with that woman who's like, Mr. President, you just have the best smile. You're just so handsome when you smile. I saw somebody on Twitter was like, it's like this woman. Here, here's this woman. She's supposedly leaning Biden. And it's like yeah. this woman's quote. It's like, I would fuck the dick right off of you. <laughs> I'm leaning Biden. She says she's going to vote for Biden. I'm so. leaning Biden, but I would I'm fuck the Biden. dick oh, right Mr. off Donald Mr. Trump. Mr. President. You can grab yeah. me anytime. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I just, yeah. I just started kidding. that beautiful man right there. What's uh, we should probably cut this. Anything else? No. Anything else? Not, that, a, not a damn thing. How do you? F- I would fuck the dick right <laughs> off of Donald Trump. That's a direct quote. All right, folks. So that's our latest update. But we have one more news thing. Yeah. For you. This is probably a bit of personal news. Oh. Uh, this is not the. Uh, here's you should. You should both, you should know that... All three of our listeners, please sit down for this. This is a tough one. This is likely to be... The next to... The penultimate last episode yeah. of the Blue Hawaii podcast. Because... You got no one to hold them? No one to fold them. No one to walk away? I feel like... Uh, I want We want you to know, when you're out there listening to this... This isn't your fault. No. You guys, this it's, is this it's is kind of your fault. This is nothing that that you haven't done anything wrong. No. This is between your father and I. This is between your father and I. Um I think people are going to want to know why. Yeah. And if they ask, I think what I would tell them is go fuck yourself. We don't know your <laughs> answer. <laughs> No, we don't mean that. We don't mean that. You gonna pay my bills? <laughs> we don't mean that. Yeah. Um, Only a little bit. I think you know. Well, right. I mean, you're about to you're about to embark on the journey of parenthood, dude. I'm uh, Jordan's due date's less than two months away. I know. Yeah. Joshua Little, <laughs> the first first of his name. I think, I think like Yehoshua. Parenthood is yeah. a big one. Having a kid. I think also I feel like quarantine, the collapse of the republic. I think it's more the collapse of the Republic sure. thing. Like the last days of Rome. When we like when we started the show mm-hmm. back in 2018. Yeah, it was days. It was really Trump had only been in office about a year. I mean, like he'd done a lot of undemocratic, anti-democratic things, um, but like the assault on the Republic didn't really like kick into high gear. I guess I would say really until the William Barr confirmation. Um, and like it's just it's really exhausting to follow all of it and it's hard to it's hard to stay plugged in all the time because like life's too short to talk about politics all the damn time well the crazy thing about it is like sort of paradoxically is that it it permeates every area of your life Mm -hmm. like all the time everything that you do is affected by politics and it does suck and it sucks. It's really, really hard. And I, so hard. I can't say that like Jeffrey Tubin on zoom. (laughs) I haven't been able, I haven't been able to like, I haven't been able to personally 
block out my knowledge of what's going on and my knowledge of, or I haven't been able to separate my knowledge of what's going on and my knowledge of what that impact will be with like my ability to live like a normal, healthy life. Does that make sense? Like I find myself. You're too online. Always, always. Yeah, dude. Like whenever, whenever I was on Twitter, especially during the summer, Yeah. like when the Portland protests were popping off, like I was staying up until all hours of the night, like reading stuff, like on Twitter, like watching videos, watch like looking at people's photos. Was your first mistake? And like, it was really like, it was, it was taking an incredible toll on me. And I feel like, uh, I feel like with Joe Biden up 11 points, he's going to lose dude with Trump's going to win all the swing states being in Biden's favor. Trump's going to win. I feel like I'm hoping to God that things will return to some semblance of like normalcy. Um, and I'm like, I don't feel the same desire to just comment all the time. Yeah. There are a million things I'd rather talk about. What's weird is like, I really enjoy talking about politics. I enjoy talking shit about things, but I'm also just like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's good for me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And yours is you just don't want to talk about politics. I just don't want to talk about politics anymore. You see, but it's weird though, because whenever we talk, we've talked about this for a long time now. It's been, I don't know. We've, we've really kicked around the idea of, of shutting things down for like a year. Yeah. But we, but what's when I thought I was out, but what's weird though is like, we're like, okay, yeah, we don't want to talk about politics. Not at all. But like at the same time, that's all we do because like, God damn it. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's like that's where it feels sort of like it feels kind of paradoxical you are running from your destiny that's kind of what it's like it's like at the end of the day like that is a thing that we will not i'm not going to stop no. following politics but maybe maybe if the listeners give us something else they'd want to make a podcast they'd want to hear a podcast about we'll just rebrand like this the blue hawaii podcast and we get into Bod- bodybuilding yeah the blue white podcast <laughs> we can't talk about we talk about just uh form dips squats cutting gaining <laughs> bulking, bulking shredding shredding <laughs> bronzing flexing uh blue white toddcast and every guest is named todd <laughs> we can only interview guests named todd blue white codcast and it's all about north atlantic fishing i like that one yeah <laughs> Like that it's specific to North Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Eye Sodcast. So we talk about how to grow grass in your yard. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like it, it's funny because uh, when I, when I think about you, I mean, what I, I feel like throughout the entirety of this show, it's been like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about politics. It depresses me. Yeah. But then like, I do feel like you spend so much time, whether we're recording or not, reading about politics and just consuming it. That's true, but I've certainly had to branch beyond normal, continent, Americentric, red and blue, Democrat, Republican politics. But like everything is politics, literally everything on earth. And that's literally what people don't get. In society. That's why like it would annoy the red hell out team, of me. Red team, blue team, white team, green team, yellow team, black team, orange team, like everything that humans Josh do. Josh is shaking around a, a tin of icebreakers, by the way, like marimbas. 
That's not a marimba. That's a yeah. Marimba is like the uh, wooden xylophone. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. People don't realize it. It's like I would get annoyed because people are always like, "You're too political." It's like I don't think you realize. Literally everything is politics. Yeah. Like everything that. That's what I'm saying. Like everything that impacts your life is political, and I feel like this podcast was our way of having an outlet to put out into the world, like the fact that we felt like nobody was talking about the things that we were yeah. talking about. And now everybody's talking about the things we're talking about more and more. And we're just shouting into the void all the time. So our, our work here is done basically. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So we will, we will definitely do at least one more episode after the election, whether that's the, uh, okay, here it is. Here's the, what we expect from the Biden world or, Hey, here it is. Here's how you get a visa to, uh, claim asylum in Australia. You can't. It's really hard. I've already looked. I looked into it when RBG died. Okay. Well, um, as far as you know, if we're gonna live in a right-wing ethno state anyway, I might as well move to Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You. Yeah. I mean, that'd be rad for you. (laughs) (laughs) You do quite well. Will you take up as a Hasidi? Grow the little earlocks. You have great long hair. Oi. 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 Uh, yeah, so we definitely won't get angry, any angry tweets about this one. I don't think there's going to be the, uh, there's going to be the, the next to last one, probably the next to last or the next to next to last or the personally, I'm like, definitely not the last (laughs) unless like we get, unless we get locked back down again, you never know. Yeah. Then it could be the last, but, uh, if this is the last episode, even if it's just the penultimate episode, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Talk to you guys later. Penis. <laughs> 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 <laughs>